Creative Babble. Hey guys, it's me, Javier. Today's episode is a bonus episode. You see, I'm trying this new thing where I'm inviting listeners like you to co-host an episode with me. So I've asked my Patreon supporters at the $15 level to see if they have a con artist story that they wanted to talk about. And one listener, his name is Michael, which you'll meet in just a second, had this amazing story, but it's not about con artists, but it's definitely about pretending to do something else. So I'm not going to spoil it for you, but uh, here's our conversation. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Michael, who is a longtime pretend listener. He says he's been listening to the show for about 18 months. And I'm doing this new thing where I'm inviting Patreon supporters to co-host an episode with me. And I, I said, hey, Michael, let's pick a con artist to talk to. And, and then he somehow mentioned that he has a really interesting hobby. And so I was like, Forget the con artist. Let's talk about your hobby, which actually has a lot to do with pretending, right, Michael? <laughs> I, I think so. Absolutely. Tell, tell tell the people. Tell them what you do. <laughs> so I think I, I believe I have the record. I am the worst performing competitive air guitarist in the world. <laughs> air guitar. That's right. Air guitar. Pretending, Competitive air guitar, right. no less. Pretending to play the guitar. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I have so many questions for you, but like the first one is how did you get into competitive air guitar, <laughs> let alone just air guitar? How'd you get into air guitar? Fair question. Um, so, I was living in Atlanta and uh, there was a club called The Earl that was right behind my house, like essentially two blocks behind my house. And there was this little flyer saying they were having an air guitar competition. And I like to do things I'd never done before. So I went over there and, and had no idea what I was getting myself into. And I was just blown away by the interesting cast of characters. There were people dressed up in all sorts of crazy garb and setting themselves on fire and all sorts of interesting things going on that uh, I kind of fell in love with it right away. Um, well, I wanted to show people. I don't know if you can you see this. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah. I don't know if uh, the audience could hear it, but this is you playing air guitar. Yeah. So <laughs> with a cape, which with you know. So that half the time you can't see the actual guitar. You know. Yeah. So that that performance, I had just I had just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and. I should probably qualify with this with like, I've never been great with the ladies and I had just met this woman and I wanted to impress her. So I thought air guitar was the way to go somehow. And I wound up performing like at the symphony, right? It's sort of like it was a, I don't know what it was, but they invited me to come perform with all these other classical musicians and do air guitar. And you were the and only one. I was the only air guitarist. Oh so my God. The reason That's I'm cool. wearing that, that garb is, I, I was doing kisses. God gave rock and roll to you. Yeah. And I kind of was just messing with people. And so I, I went out in that like religious sort of garb. And I, I told, I was like, everyone, please rise really softly. And everyone like got out of their, their chairs really, you know, serious. Like, and I was like, well, now that I've shown you the awesome power of air guitar and it can be, please be seated. And I was, I was just kind of running with that um, religious theme from the kiss song. 
Well, I, I thought it was pretty epic. And <laughs> so, okay. So go back. So in this scenario, you were just trying to impress a girl. And I would imagine, that, by the way, so it, it, worked. Her. <laughs> it worked. Well, but I would imagine that what, what happened there was confidence, right? Cause you have to have confidence <laughs> if you're going to go up on stage, especially like within that scenario with a cape, with no shirt and, <laughs> yeah. and in front of classically trained musicians. <laughs> right. Very serious people. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's all about the confidence, right? Right. Yeah, I think so. To be fair, right? I, like I said in the beginning, I am a poor performing air guitarist. But what I was very good at was promotions. And so after that first event in Charlotte, I mean, I'm sorry, in Atlanta, I was living in Nashville and they never brought it back to the South. And I kind of wrote them an angry email that was like, well, I mean, we're the home of rock and roll and the blues and jazz music. And like, why are you here? And they kind of responded with like, well, we can't turn a profit. But if you think you can do it, good luck. We'll license it to you. I'm the kind of guy that if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to put a, probably have a chip on my shoulder and aggressively go about proving you wrong. So that's how I wound up actually doing most of the air guitar work was I wanted to perform. So I threw my own events and let other people compete. And so I could just do my little my little performance. That's terrible. Did it yeah, take off right away or was it hard to, I was, I was surprisingly successful for Nashville. I, I had a lot of success right away. We, and we put a lot of people in there. And just, you know, related to confidence, I think that was my favorite thing about being the promoter, right? Was like, I, the hardest part is recruiting people to compete, not putting butts in the seats. And so that was always my pitch was sort of like, if you get up and pretend to play guitar in front of these people for a minute, like your life will never be the same again. You know, you will have a different walk, a different attitude about everything. And plus, you get to play air guitar whenever you want at all times because you are a competitive air guitarist. And uh, I think your right. strings I'll never break. Yeah. Yeah. The strings never. So I, I guess I'm dying to know are you a musician? Like, do you actually play any instruments? So I, I, I hung up the microphone in like 2015, but I, I sang in heavy metal bands for about 10 years. I had a um, all local, maybe a little regional, but we, I had a band out of Nashville that we had some success with. And um, mainly because I had connections from promoting air guitar that allowed me to be somewhat, you know, more successful as a local promoter than my band maybe deserved or maybe, yeah. maybe that I deserved. I was definitely the least talented member of my band. So. <laughs> And why why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying you're the least talented air guitarist? Because I, I've been watching oh, because air I've taken dead last in almost every single competition I've been in. <laughs> All right. So now it comes to I mean, let's just go there. What are they judging you on exactly? Because I think they all kind of look like yeah, so I mean, it's supposed to look kind of bad, right? Like you're not right. supposed to look like Eric Clapton, right? Yeah, I think you know, for me, I, I always I never took it particularly seriously, right? I, I thought it was fun and irreverent. And it was an interesting way to throw events that could raise some money and awareness for some nonprofits. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the other folks, the people that are real ambassadors for this, take it very seriously and spend a lot of time, um, for, you know, a lot of time getting their moves down, being prepared for their events, which I did none of. Um, what, in terms of what they're evaluating you on, um, the first one is technical merit, but I would say that that really doesn't matter unless you're everything else is equal. 
So let's break that down, though. Are they judging you like how you fret the guitar or? I think, well, so every judge is going to be kind of different. But I think the general vibe when I was prepping judges was, you know, if, if the pretend like it's one string. So if the song is going up in, you know, move your hand, you know, up the neck, if it's going down, down, you know, make, you know, to the extent that you can be strumming when the song is strumming and not strumming when there's nothing happening, sort of that that level of expertise. They actually find guitarists that play the actual song, not very, their technical merit score might be very high, but the rest of their scores tend to be low. Right. So I've noticed you drop the ball or the guitar a couple of times. Is, is it on an invisible strap? <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> I think that's part of the technical merit, right? Like they want you, if you drop your guitar to, to pick it back up again. <laughs> so I, um, you know, I I kind of am a, uh, a charismatic guy, so like I don't like to be encumbered by my invisible instrument. And I like to pretend it's more like a piece of spaghetti than a wooden block. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's uh, let's watch one more because I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this. So here's a video, um, and I guess it's just you just doing this in your living room or whatever. Yeah, I um as after I started doing this, when, when folks in my life that I care about were having a hard time or whatever, I started just sending them air guitar videos to, to cheer them up because I just sort of feel like, like you were saying earlier, it's hard to be down when someone is doing something this ridiculous for you. So this is it looks like it's dug up. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it's uh, having some streaming issues, but, uh, but yeah, basically you're in your living room and, and it's awesome because there's so much showmanship, you know, that you're putting into it and, and, what I what I was saying before we hit record was how can anybody be unhappy watching air guitar? It's such a positive sport, and like from what I've seen from the competitors out there and the in the competitions, like nobody's ever tearing anybody down. Like saying, "Oh, you did it wrong." Yeah. I mean, everybody's they're always like building people up. It's very yeah. I, I think you know I will say that air guitar is one of the great surprises of my life. You know, when I when I first started it, it was really kind of more like I alluded to an egotistical thing of like, oh, you don't think I can do this? Well, you're betting on the wrong horse. But it turned out to be this this amazing community of eccentric, loving, kind, generous people from all over the world. And you know, they you're exactly right. The the, the whole point of this is is positivity, right? The the mission of world air guitar is world peace because you cannot hold a gun while you are playing your air guitar. <laughs> that, is, that is what it was founded for in the seventies. Um, and America, you know, us air guitar has started, I think about 10 years after that and does a really good job of maintaining that. That being said, you know, there's certainly a competitive element to it, which I was not expecting. Like when I threw my first event, I thought we were kind of like all hanging out, having fun, but no man, Every, they were all keeping individual scores and coming and making sure that our scores reconciled with their scores. I was kind of blown away by the dichotomy of how much they were supportive of everyone else, but also very much there to win. And there they were, they were individual guitarists that were going from city to city to city to try and get a, an advance into the next round. Um, and this is a worldwide thing, right? Yes. It didn't it's start all here, over the world, right? Yeah. It didn't start in the U.S. No, it right? started in Finland, where all great weird sports started, <laughs> um, like like boot tossing and, and wife carrying, um, and, and air guitar. They, uh, but yeah, we. When I was, I've been to two world events, um, 
dead last both times. Like I said, didn't even make it on the main stage. But um, in both times, we had people from every continent, I believe, and and just some really crazy, crazy fun stuff. Um, it was very interesting getting on the train in Finland the next morning and having like the number one news story: who won the air guitar competition? That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Well, I, and going back to what you were saying about the world peace and it's starting in Finland. I mean, from what I've read, it actually started as as a way to establish world peace, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the mission statement. They weren't they weren't joking. <laughs> so, I mean, I could just imagine, you know, Republicans and Democrats in Capitol Hill, how much better we would get along if they could just, you know, just shred some. I totally some guitar, agree. Right? You know, I think you break down barriers, right? <laughs> yeah, like who cares? You? you know, like about all this political crap or all this artificial tension just play some air guitar man i I like that word artificial or that turn of phrase artificial tension i think air guitar would cut through that pretty well picture this a foggy evening the whisper of secrets in the air and an invitation to step back into the glamorous and mysterious 1920s that's the backdrop of june's journey the game that's been keeping me glued to my phone lately instead of doom scrolling on social media i am actually playing the part of june parker a daring detective with a personal mission to solve her sister's murder and let me tell you it is a roller coaster of emotions and puzzles what's to love well first of all the thrill of hunting for hidden objects. I'm a sucker for these kinds of games. It's kind of like those books that we grew up with, but with a storyline that keeps thickening. Plus, the game takes place in New York to Paris, uncovering clues of scandalous family secrets that make you feel like a real detective. If you're ready for a dose of mystery, romance, and the glamour of the 1920s, June's Journey is waiting for you. Download it for free on iOS and Android, and let's see who cracks the case first. Well, you know what I thought was pretty interesting watching you and other people uh, who are competing in air guitar is that you're not just playing an imaginary guitar, you're also lip syncing, which is also a form of pretending, right? Like, sure. So how important is the lip syncing and getting that right? Um, yeah, so, so that's not, I would say it's not technically part of the judging. The other two components besides technical merit are stage presence and airness. <laughs> so an airness, I, I've heard it described numerous different ways. The way that I would, I've told my judges to think about it was to the extent that air guitar is lifted to an art form. And so I think the sort of lip syncing the other performance, if you're going to do some air drum in or hit an air bass line or do a cartwheel, some people dance, you know, um, is kind of in that airness component, right? Are you doing some more besides just pretending to play the guitar to take this to be something that is, you know, in, in, uplifting, uh, expansive, right? And, and certainly memorable, right? We want people to, to remember that evening. Well, it's so funny because uh, you sent me a video of you're playing to a song by Muse. It was called Reapers. 
but you were almost playing the guitar like a drum, which I'd never seen that before. <laughs> and I wasn't sure if you just got in it, like into yeah, it. Probably, probably we're just having a good time. I think so. The way the competitions work is the first, the first round you have. A, so first of all, one minute is a very long time to play our guitar. It is exhausting, and I run marathons. Like it's, it's exhausting. And so the first, the first round, you do a one minute clip that you is your song, right? So I think in, I usually do Guns N' Roses or Pantera. So I think whatever the first round of that competition was was one of those. Then in the second round, they just drop one on you, and you kind of get to hear it once, or if you, you know, maybe a couple times, and then you have to go. So that was a second round song which I had never heard before. And I'm just trying to do the best I can. Um, when I was speaking to how competitive some of the folks are, a lot of the people will listen to every single surprise song ever played at any qualifier. So they have something ready for anything should it show up. I clearly did not do that. <laughs> so this one's playing. <laughs> Let, let's see. This is the one we were talking about, right? Yes. Yes. Oops. Darting the saw off. There we go. Pointing to the sky. It's the unofficial start. You see, and your guitar, like, it's it's very long. <laughs> yes, a huge guitar. My, 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 we all have air guitar stage names. Mine is Giant Junk. So I have Man, a giant guitar. <laughs> this is the one where, where I don't even know if you're holding a guitar anymore. You're just yeah. you're playing the drums. I'm having a lot of fun. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how long that guitar is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whammy oh, There we go. <laughs> there we go. That's awesome. Very, very fun, man. Uh, I, I've been having a blast just diving into this world. You know, we talk about, I, I talk to so many people on my show that are part of subcultures and some sure. are pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> but this is like a subculture that should make it to the mainstream, I think. I think this should be something that we do at parties, just play air guitar, you know? I, I love that idea, you know? we It's... It's a challenge, right? I mean, it is a difficult thing to promote and to pull off. It is much more difficult than putting four bands on a stage in a back line. So one last question. Do people in your real life know about this air oh, guitar yeah. hobby of yours? Yes. Yes. It's, it's kind of hard. If, if you Google my full name, like I used to have a mullet that was rainbow colored and and I, most of the pictures, I don't have any social media presence outside of what I have to maintain for, for business reasons. So like almost everything of me online is air guitar or in some way. So, so it's not like a, like a little hobby. I mean, it, it's part of who you are. It, it was a big part of my identity in Nashville, where I live now. I lived here for four years. Uh, the people in my life know about it for sure. Um, but I haven't been able to kind of take it out into a broader scene. Um, we'll see what happens with COVID opens up. If there's an opportunity, it's so much fun. I, hey, I I'm only two hours away, day. man. So <laughs> if you pull it off, I will. I promise you, I will be at your show. Well, maybe we should look outside of Charlotte into like Raleigh or Asheville. Hey, try it. Yeah, you, never know. you know, that could work. So it'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, if I ever do a live show, you could be my opening act. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, Michael, I definitely have the bug. I, I would love to try it one day. I think it would be fun. Awesome. I think anybody who's listening or watching to the watching this right now, like 
try it out. Like, Absolutely. You have no idea how good of a stress reliever it could be, right? <laughs> it's, what, it's what I, what am I go to when I'm feeling down? So, <laughs> well, Michael, thanks a lot, man. Hey, and, thank uh, you, Javier. It was a pleasure. And by the way, it is almost impossible to play air guitar without going or some sort of song. Anyways, you should try it. Um, if you want to co-host an episode with me, just uh, visit patreon.com slash pretend radio or pretendradio.org slash donate. I'll have a link in the show notes and I would love to talk with you. So far, I've done two of these and it's been fascinating. So go on to pretendradio.org slash donate and support a small independent podcast like mine. Help it keep going because it's really just me. And in the process, you'll get a really cool pretend screen printed t-shirt. It's actually not a pretend t-shirt. It's a real t-shirt. Everybody loves it. It's super soft. Some free stickers and a half hour to an hour conversation with yours truly. So I can't wait to hear what you guys have next. Take care. Creative Babble.